Hello and welcome to the newest installment of the Midcourt Madness podcast where we have not done this bigs for like what seems like three weeks, two and a half weeks, like and it's a midweek one. So it feels odd. It's a Tuesday night. We normally do this on a Sunday. So it feels odd. But a lot has happened since the last time that we potted. There's been like a one fourth bracket reveal has happened. Um, I think uh, UConn and Purdue lost within like a few days of each other to unranked teams. No, UConn didn't. UConn lost to Creighton. They're ranked. Um, and there's another war on court storming. So uh, we'll get into all that right after this. Thanks. How have you been? I've been I've been terrific. Yeah. I know, I, I know you're out of the country last week, uh, yeah. sipping on something. Yeah, mango tangos. Mango tango. That's a new one. Yeah, that's. Does, a, that's a, does Applebee's ever have those? I don't think so. For the dollar drinks, no. So, you know what, like a strawberry daiquiri. Oh, pause, pause. Okay. I we're still recording. I'm pa- right. pause. your thought. Okay. I had seen. I, I don't know if I sent this to you or not. The Applebee's date night meal, or deal, date night deal. Is that going on? Okay, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. I don't think you did. There's a deal where it's like you pay Applebee's something like 150 bucks or 200 bucks for the year. It's kind of like a membership. <laughs> and what you get is, I believe it's like a $30 coupon once a week to go out there. That's so much Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know, $30 times like you know, 52 weeks is over. Over fifteen hundred bucks dollar value, I think it, I want to say it costed like two hundred bucks, and so obviously I immediately immediately thought of you. Yeah, <laughs> high school me would have eaten that up. I fucking loved Applebee's in high school. That was like <laughs> that was like the place to go on Friday nights at nine o'clock or whatever the half. Hour I used maps. I used to always get the trios. I remember I get go, like my, my basketball games for half off apps. Mozzi sticks, the sliders, and. The wings probably would have been okay, the third. Queso Blanco was my go-to. Yeah. Hold the pico, though. No, keep They're the like, pico. You know, there's a little I... bit of pico in the cheese. It's like, honey, <laughs> I've been here before. I know. <laughs> Hold the pico, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I thought – I was wondering if you knew that. So, anyways, oh. go back to talking about whatever drink. No, my ears Mango Tango. Up now. Now, I'm, now you got me all rattled. I'm, I'm sweating a That's lot. That's a deal, though. Like, I'm, like if if you get if you get away from the stigma that is Applebee's, um, oh, John, it's a, it's a great sure. deal. Applebee's is like the most family friendly place ever. Now I know I it is my son there. So yeah, exactly. Like I ain't getting kicked out of Applebee's with him. Like we're all the way parents now. So you don't have to worry about your son seeing cleavage at too early of an age. Eating good in the neighborhood. That's yeah, what they call it. that's what they say about it. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't even have to leave the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to flavor on Pedialyte? Grape. Grape. Okay. Yep. My wife, we picked up some Pedialyte for my son a couple of days ago. He has an ear infection. Another one. It's turd. Or ear. Uh, so he, selfish. He, he, he needs it to prevent his hangovers. Yeah. She it. picked up some Pedialyte, and I'm like, wait a second. What's that? Why, why, I'm not drinking. Like, why are we getting that? Oh, it's for kids. Um, but she picked up an orange one. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I've heard it can be used for kids, too. Yeah, I've heard that, too. It doubles yeah. as a nice kid thing. 
But, okay. Uh, he doesn't like it, so I'm like, all right, fine, I'll drink it. But I'm like, I'm not feeling awesome today. I feel like my head's just kind of a little, a little pumped up, you know. I got a little tickle in my throat. So I'm like, you know, the what's the? I just took some. What's it called? Uh, emergency. You ever yep. have that? Yeah, I used to. And it's like usually in like an orange packet. So and you just I mix it with water. Pedialyte with some emergency right now. I'm, I'm sipping on that. Damn, I'm pretty good. Pedialyte number. Okay. Yeah, so it's just like an orange explosion in my mouth. Just combine like. 10 different uh what's the word i'm looking for if you have an ailment like you use this to cure it yeah uh, what's what's that word remedy remedy combine like 10 different remedies into one drink and see if that helps it yeah absolutely yeah. what's the one that we what's the one that everyone drinks uh like liquid iv you yeah throw that in there that, you can get that at costco goal, you know yep. it's like a suicide except the opposite it like you know like a suicide back in the day with the pop where you mix everything yeah. or whatever it's like a suicide for remedies. So, like, what's I've that? never had it though. Is it good? I, I don't know. Like, I'm not doing all of them. I'll, I'll mix like Mountain Dew and Sprite and maybe like an orange soda or something. I'm not my like, my go to if I if I go somewhere like that where it has uh if it has like Sprite and then anything like a Powerade or yeah, that's a solid combo. Yeah, it's, anything like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll do it there too. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Or Poncheros. Usually, I can do that. Ooh. Yeah, yep. I thought about going to I thought about going to Chipotle today. Oh, speaking of that, you're gonna win our bet. I feel decent about it, but I'm yeah. counting on the days. How many games are left in conference play? Three or four, and I think it's gonna take think... kind of a collapse by Washington State then. Which hey, yeah, to a decent start on Saturday for you. Which, hey, you you said you didn't have a trending up going in, so that could be your trending up because it's not mine. Our bet, yeah, my trending up is my my chance. Okay, of continue. Free burrito. Let, let, let's start there. Let's okay. start there. We're we're six minutes in when we haven't even talked about basketball yet. True. <laughs> we're just doing foreplay, John. You know. Tell me about Washington State. I know they had a guy go off. Yeah, it wasn't even their top guy either. It wasn't Miles Rice. It was um. Oh no! It was someone Jaylen. who I think Jaylen I had Jalen Wells. Someone who was he a JUCO transfer? Is that what I had read? Idaho State, I think. Okay. No. Ugh. They've got transfers galore. I think he's from uh, – why Why am I thinking Idaho State? Oh, but now I see they followed that up by losing to Arizona State. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you're you're actually probably sitting okay now that they, they kind of crap the bed. It's like, hey, wait a second. Don't crap the bed on us now. But then Illinois lost too. Yeah. So that helps you. Right, so it's kind of a neutral. Yeah. Uh, so Jalen Wells was at Sonoma State. Do you even know where that is? Sonoma. What state is Sonoma in? I'm going to guess California. That's what I was going to say, too, but I wasn't certain. It's basically right now, Arizona is up a half game in their conference, and Purdue is up two and a half games. Okay. And I think in the case of Purdue, they are... Okay, they've played one more game than Illinois, so ten, depending on like that extra game Illinois has would bring it to two or three. I will say this for Purdue. Uh, looking ahead, like if they have four or five games left in their conference slate, like at least three are losable. I know they play Michigan State, I know they play Illinois, and I know they play Wisconsin. So, um, you know, those, that's three good teams. That's probably the three most worthy challengers to them. Although, granted, it seems like they lose to teams you don't think they should lose to. So I, I don't know, but yeah, it feels like they have they have kind of gained some separation. Uh, you know, in Arizona, it's just 
I don't know what it is about Washington State. I mean, I had eyes on the game. I made it to halftime, and then uh, I, I couldn't hang. My did did you watch the second half? Day. Did I you did watch not the go back half? and watch the second okay. half, no. So I know – I'm trying to think back. I know there's definitely one shot – I think I texted you with like four minutes left. Caleb Love had made a three to go up one. Yeah. And what does Caleb Love do right after Caleb Love makes a shot? Caleb Love is going to shoot it again. Yeah. Not a good shot. Now, it's not the only reason why they lost. What do you say? Um, shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. Basically, basically. Uh, but eventually, I think it, Arizona got up, actually got up three with like 40 seconds left. Um, Washington State had the ball, attempted a three, missed it, got the offensive board, kicked it out to the corner. And it might have been, was it Wells that you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, hits a three yeah, and, play, right? and, and is fouled. And so they're they're up one, and then the next possession, which is basically the ball's in Caleb Love's hand. He has a okay drive to the basket. I'm not sure what kind of shot he would have gotten, but he completely just slipped on the floor. He would have he would have taken a shot without question. There's, yeah, there's no well, doubt. obviously, but like it would have probably been an okay shot. So so Jalen Wells during the broadcast, and and I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of Washington State. Um, he was compared to Scottie Pippen, so that's pretty good. That's that's you know, an an astronomical comparison. Yeah, he's six eight. He's knocking down forty four percent of his threes on four and a half attempts. He had a monster game. He averages eleven and a half points and, and like four and a half boards. He had like twenty eight, I think, in that game. Um, usually their their top guy is Miles Rice, who is. I don't know. They're. T- I, I think Matt Norlander for CBS did a did a big feature on him or whatever. He's a he, dude had like cancer like two years ago, or something, and now he's the freshman of the year in the Pac-12 probably. Even though he's like he's like 21, so like he's a little older, but like he's a stud. I mean, it's a complete roster full of of no namers. You know, it's just a, it's such an anonymous team, and I mean they're out there in Pullman, like such an anonymous like area and a team that we've just kind of they've not been in the in the conversation college basketball wise fucking forever you know and so that's remarkable <clears throat> i don't know if they have enough juice to get over the finish line i feel like I, with with these kind of teams these out of nowhere kind of teams you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop a little bit you're like when are they gonna run out of gas and they're in first or second now in the pac 12 and yet you hear you hear bracketology which god i'm so sick of oh i love it oh it's exhausting well, I'm not second. I don't. I don't mind bracketology. It's I, I, the quad shit. And they just the record in this quadrant and this quad. I just get uh, so, so annoying to me. But you know, I hate, and this is actually going against the fans of my own team. Ooh. I hate the immediate immediate outrage at health headlines. So last week on Twitter, I saw a North Carolina page post like a screenshot of Lenardi's face, and like it's a video, and the title is like why North Carolina as a two seed is surprising. Something, something along, along those lines. And people are just pissed. Clearly, they didn't even click on it. Because if you click on it, he'll talk about how oh, last yeah. year they had such high expectations. They missed tur- the tournament. Now they're projected to be a two seed. Right. Right. Nobody bothers. They're just like, it's, it's the yeah. headline grabbing shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 society. It's lazy. No doubt. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I forgot. What so I, I, hate, I hate fellow fans of North Carolina, except for you. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's 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 nice of you. 
I'm yeah. sure other North Carolina fans are okay, but you know, I hate myself sometimes too. So Okay. You know, sometimes I hate North Carolina fans as well. <clears throat> uh how about RJ Davis trending up? He's pretty good. Yeah. Forty two last night. Um they almost gave it away though. They looked like they did not have not pra- practiced handling a press once. So they've done this, not that. The press break stuff was kind of new, but there's at least been like a half a dozen games this year, I feel like, where they're cruising through about 33 minutes, 34 minutes. It happened against Florida State earlier in the year. It happened against Miami earlier in the year. I think mm-hmm. it, ha- it happened a couple other times, too. I don't remember every game. But it's like they're they're on pace. You look at kind of their on-pace points number, and it's like, all right, we're going to probably finish with about 80-85. They get about 66 with like seven minutes to go. And they just stop playing offense. They just they I, just go completely in the tank. And some of it is they just kind of, it's like, give RJ the ball and just let him go. And he does great shots sometimes. I wonder how much of it last night, as he was just heating up with like five to six minutes left, was like them just be like, basically turning into the crowd. And be like, I'm just going to sit here and stand yeah, here and watch. I, mean, I feel like they've done that a number of times. It's just kind of yeah. like they just they forget to play basketball and, it's such a weird thing. It's like you see that happen a lot. Like I feel like I see it a lot at the NBA level. You'll see teams run offense, pretty offense, all game long, and then the last five minutes of the game, it's like there's some sort of edict somewhere in the like the unwritten rule book of the NBA that like if you've got a star, the last five minutes you just you just give it to him and you clear out and you just let it go. And it's like what? Why can't we just keep doing what was working the first 42 minutes of the game? You know and. I just don't understand it entirely. I know buttholes get tight late in the game. We're trying to maximize every single second of the shot clock, and we, we want to make sure our best players get in the shot, and we don't. But trust your offense to get – R.J. Davis was having no problem scoring in the flow of the offense last night. You don't need to just let him dribble the whole shot clock. Like, I don't know. It was that ha- That's happened a number of times, and I don't, I don't like it. But <clears> – <throat> I mean, ultimately, it's like, man, Cormac Ryan, Harrison Ingram, and Bing- and Baycott went like 10 of like 30 from the field or something. I think they had 20. I don't think anyone had double figures no, outside of it was, it was just RJ, RJ Davis, Davis. Which like, I think they scored 71, so there's only 29 other points yeah, outside of him. I mean, he he was amazing, and, and the rest of them were just bad. They were just oh. bad. Uh, Ingram, Ingram is, I think. In- Ingram does stuff elsewhere. Yes. Baycott it has not done, like, he has his games where he sucks offensively and then also is getting pushed around defensively, can't get a board. Yeah, he held Cormac, defensively. Yeah. And Cormac, Cormac does too. He's a better like defender, the, I think. I'd say, like, like, the three games before last night, Cormac has found his shot. He was heating up big time. But yeah, then last night was kind of back to the norm. I think I think I looked earlier. He's, like, 33 32% from three, so he's getting closer to that wait, where we want him to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I mean, at this point, it really what we're what we're just putting our hopes to is, like, can you just can you just be hot for like two or three games in a row? Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the ACC tournament. Can you get hot for another like four or five games after that? You know, like that's that's really what we need. And that's not an entire season. That's a very small sample size. Can you just get hot in that small sample size so that we can you know potentially win an ACC tournament? And really, the final four games here. It'd be nice to win the ACC. I think that's that's meaningful stuff. It's it's not just like, hey, win the title or you're sucking. Like, hey, win the conference. That's cool. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Hey, you know what? At this point in the year, I, I kind of I do this a lot. I don't 
I have a hard time watching basketball without kind of thinking about like the process and the bigger picture. And when I'm watching them, I'm like, God, I don't, I just don't like how the process is sometimes. Some of the things they're doing, like ultimately that's going to come back to bite them. And I think I need to change my frame of mind to like, um, at this point in the season, we're just taking W's. We're not worrying about the process anymore. We're not really building at this point. Hayes kind of in the barn. What they do is what they're gonna what they're gonna do. And so let's just let's just try to get as many wins as we can. And you enjoyed them. And so last night was uh, was frustrating from the process perspective because that Miami team is really bad at this point. Down two starters. They've lost seven games in a row. That was a team dying to get killed. And we let them hang around. I hope we don't do that against good teams. But something tells me that uh, when they play good teams, they'll be they'll be up for it. So did we just do Tar Heel Minute without a knock? I'm not sure. What, what, what does that – is that your trending up? Was that your trending up? Yeah, I think okay. so. I don't really okay. know anymore. Okay. Um, What's your trending up? So my trending up, um, it's not that they've had any just recent like upward part of the roller coaster recently or anything like that. They've been good all year, but I'm gonna just say Houston, and I'll tell you I, why. My God, it, I was actually thinking that while you were kind of talking about, it, I'm like, okay. we need to talk Houston. So go yeah, ahead. so I'm putting them as my trending up for. I think in my head I have three reasons. We'll see how coherent they sound when they come out of my mouth. All right. Uh, normally stuff sounds better in my head b- before I actually say it. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, number one, um, I remember. I think we did. I don't. I don't know what the segment was um, after conference or non conference play was over. But one of my takeaways, they were like undefeated at the time. I want to say if I'm, if I remember correctly, like fourteen and zero. Yeah, sounds yeah. right. 14-0 before conference. 13-0 before conference play. But I made the point that this isn't necessarily a bad reflection on them, but they had played no one up to that point. Their strength of schedule at the time was in, like, the 300s, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they didn't have any and, super wins. Yep, and I just said it just because, you know, circumstances surrounding it, they're jumping up a conference to the best conference in the country, in my opinion. Um... And yeah, like they're thirteen and zero, but maybe it's a slight fool's gold. Like we don't know how they're actually going to fare in the Big Twelve. Well, now we're approaching the end of the regular season, Bigs, and they are eleven and three in the Big Twelve. Um, all three losses on the road: Iowa State, TCU, and Kansas. Um, and they're just looking good while they do it. They just beat Baylor the other day, um, in a an overtime thriller. Jamal Shedd is playing like an All-American. They have other guards. They have my boy, Emmanuel Sharp. LJ Cryer is their leading scorer. They have like their beefy guys inside that don't need to do much but do enough. You know, they, They're still playing Houston-style basketball is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Um, and that leads into my second point, which I think for the last like two months, if you talk to your favorite people, Biggs, which is bracketologists, I think all along – in those two months, you would say Purdue, UConn, Houston are one seeds. But you would put Purdue and UConn the first two oh, in one order. Exactly. I think Houston has surpassed in the last week or so. Both those teams have taken tough losses. Houston has not. They're they're still just rolling like a steamroller. But steamroller? Steamroller? This, this is the part where I say it sounds better in my head. Um, Keep it going. You're on fire. But they have not let off the gas at all. 
And then I had a third point. I think my third point just had to do with the jumping conference to the tough conference, and they just haven't let up. So let's go. Yeah, they probably deserve a little bit of, like, respect, right? Because there were half straw man, half, I think, legit, that there were probably doubters. Not that Houston would be a good team, but that Houston could sustain being a great team. Moving up the conference. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, this, oh, honey, this ain't the American anymore. You don't get to exactly. beat up on these American teams. Welcome, welcome to the Big 12. And they kind of, I mean, they, they stubbed their toe right away. Two of those three losses came like back to back almost immediately. I think they, they beat someone crappy right away. They were, they, they were one and two. They were one yeah. and two at one point. Yep. And, and so they've like, they've rolled since. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. There, there is something. It's just something special about Houston. I actually have gotten to the point where <laughs> I don't know what it is with Houston. I feel like I, I love Houston. I respect the hell out of the way they play. I love Kelvin Sampson. Just their play. Like I like a lot of their players. I actually have a hard time watching them though because it just feels like they're just so in a, in the in the most positive way possible. Like I have a hard time watching them because they're just they're like suffocating. Every game they play, they just bring you down into the muck. And they just make every game so just gross. It's it's impressive to watch in, like, a painful kind of way. Like, I, I don't... It's like a deranged kind of enjoyment. It's not going to be pretty ever in the traditional sense where, like, you're going to get up and down and we're going to see some fun shot making. No, you're not. Not against Houston. Like, you're going to see just, like... You're going to see, like, a like a, a mass of bodies under the hoop, like like, falling down, like, bowling pins... And there'll be like a Houston guy who like comes over with the ball and like scores, you know, like that's just, that's kind of how they play. It's like a team full of Tyler Hansbros. Yeah. Like they're just, they're junkyard dogs. That's just what they are. And like, I still, I tend to think like, I, I think that they are prone I really to the letdown, the offensive juice. And I, and I think the matchup that hurts them, like last year in that Miami game, they came across dog, like guards who were not intimidated by them, who were able to just kind of, kind of, feast on the physicality that Houston uses to feast on other people like they didn't have a problem with that and Houston doesn't have like a they they can't win that up and down 82 to 80 game you know unless it's going double overtime I don't know who that team is and that's that's the thing I worry about but I, they're, they're, they're really good the resume speaks for itself the success they've had I mean they've just they've got a ton of wins and I think coming up here now they they got Texas again they got Kansas again that should be a big one you know because they kind of got rolled by Kansas and like I felt like the talent deficit was really on display in that one mm-hmm. but I mean how do you argue with like, what are they like twenty three and three or something like that's 20, just awesome. yeah twenty four and three wait oh I remember my I don't know if it's a point or not the last thing I was gonna say I feel like when we did our Big Twelve preview we had kind of a discussion not a bet but a discussion of like how many what will be the record of the first place team in the big 12? And I want to say, what do you think we would have said? Like 14 and six, Yeah, 15, you know, something five, like 14 and six. Something not yeah. Great. Yeah. They're 11 and three right now with four games left. They four could very easily. I would predict they'll win three of those and they will be 12 and four is my best guess. They only play 16 conference games. 11, 18. They're 11 and three now and they have four more. So that'd be 14 plus four. Oh, so 14. Okay, 14 and 4. For some reason, I was thinking 20 games. Yeah. Yeah, 14 and 4 would have been, I think, four losses was probably realistic. I mean, the Big 12 is just a, it's a, it's a bear. Yep. You know, it's a, it's an absolute gauntlet. But, like, they've, they've managed it. And you're right. There were people who were just waiting. Oh, you just wait till you play in a real conference, you know, and, 
Um, they've said kind of suck at haters. They're 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 really good. They are a they are an absolutely deserving one seed. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much old not much else to say about them. They're just they're terrific. All right, you go next. Do you have one? Uh, let's see. Another trending up that I have is basically just like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Multiple trending ups? Oh. Oh. No? Not sure. I don't know if we can do that. All right. I, I think that's against the bylaws of the, the, the Midcourt Madness podcast. Fair enough. I'll allow it, though. Okay. Um, Like the coaching carousel I'm going to put on the trending up. Like there'll it be more of like them? There's been an awful lot of chatter about, like, the Ohio State job just opened up here uh, recently in the last basically week and a half. And so there's a whole bunch of different candidates that are going to be in the mix for that. Um, and, and you know that, like, that's just going to trigger, I think, what's going to be a very busy carousel kind of offseason. I mean, everybody expects the Louisville job to come open. An awful lot of people expect the Indiana job to come open. Uh, I think a lot of people expect some... I've even heard some of like those Pac-12, now I guess two be Big Ten jobs. Oregon, potentially. Washington, I think, is a, is a popular one. Um, I'm trying to think. And then just kind of the dominoes that are going to fall from some of those jobs are going to lead to other jobs possibly opening up. It, it, it's interesting. The carousel is starting to get in a swing. You've heard... Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. What are what are the latest rumors on the Ohio State job? I've heard Sean Miller is kind of the big name to I've watch. I've heard Mar- Mark Titus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Get him out of Barstool. Get him away from... God, <laughs> get him away from all the fucking Barstoolies or whatever where he just talks about Barstool shit half his show. And it's like, what are, we, what are you even talking about? I don't know what this is. Ugh, it's miserable. It's hard to listen to. I even tried listening to the Mostly Sports one. You don't like it? And I'm like, this show should rename itself like 5% Sports and just like a lot of brand just <laughs> everybody else and just rambling about nonsense. I love it. Yeah, they talk so much. Do you know what they're talking about when they're talking about all these barstool guys? They like name these people like you know who I know they are. some of them. I know some of and them, I, yeah. I get that that's their niche. You know, like that's their that's their, their shtick. But I'm like, I don't, I don't know who you are. Why do I care about this whole shooting a million free throws in a row thing that you guys just keep obsessing Dude, with? Dude, that was cool. Parties? Is that a thing that, like, you, do you watch that? Or where'd that come no, from? No, I don't watch it. I don't watch it, no. How do you even know what it is, then? Like, what? I don't even it, I don't understand. It's something like they got a new deal with, Fan, I think it's FanDuel, to be their sports book. And so they're in the business of content, Biggs, much like you and I. Right. And so I think they, I think, like, the NBA record for free throws made in a row by a team is, like, 40. So they did, like, they did it until they got to 41. As that's a collective. where that came from. Okay, that's that where it came from. Of that entire and I mean, they had like mulligans and stuff like that. But yeah, right. Yeah. All I know is Titus was talking about. They were just talking about it constantly, and I'm like, what? Are, can we talk a little bit about these sports? Like just <laughs> some, but that's all right. It is what it is. Um, no, but the Ohio State job opening up. All right. So here's here's the thing that I'm kind of curious about to get your opinion. You're curious why? on my opinion. Yeah. Why? Why Dusty May? He hasn't done anything. I mean, sorry, let me backtrack. That was my rewinding voice. Um, this year's been a letdown. A little bit. Um, I don't think they're going to make the tournament. They might not. 
Who did they just lose to last weekend? Memphis. And Memphis is trending down. Yeah, Memphis is a, maybe a forked forked outfit. Like I think I think FAU is just clinging to that Arizona win as like a as a really good win. I mean they they I think their at large hopes are are still decent. Not awesome, but like they're okay. But I just I just I'm trying to figure out like why is Dusty May like the golden child coach? Because it, of the run a year ago, he became. They just can't not have like what is it because he's handsome? Is it because his name is Dusty and that's just like a name that people are drawn to? Is it just because he's really nice? Like the CBS guys talk about Dusty like they're fucking best friends with him. Like he's their, like he's their bro from high school. Like man, me and Dusty. Remember when Dusty? It's like, shut the fuck up. Dusty's down in Boca Raton. Do you even fucking talk to Dusty May? Have you ever been to Boca Raton? What if his name was like Greg May. Oh, here we go. So it's all in the name. I I think there's something to that. Also, he's just handsome. Like he's a he's a good looking guy, right? Is it, a, it is it because you have is it when your last name ends in ay like Penny Hardaway, maybe Dusty May? There's got to be other ones. Possibly. I mean, like I just I just don't understand it. Like, yeah, he's a coach that's probably worthy. Like, I I get that he has like Indiana ties or whatever, but like I don't know. I, he's gonna get hired somewhere. I know he will. He will absolutely. He he's gonna get a job. But like, is this guy really that? Like, if you're Louisville or Indiana and you fancy yourself one of these premier programs. I feel like Dusty may be like my fifth choice. I'm making, I'm making. But, 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 how how many of those choices are actually um, attainable? Attainable, yeah. See, I don't. Those top five choices, how many are actually attainable? If you're Louisville, who would you give me? Who would you call before Dusty May, or would he be your first? How many guys would you? Peyton Siva. Peyton Siva. (laughs) Russ Smith. Russ. I legit thought he was J.R. Smith's brother because they kind of looked alike. There was another – was there another Smith on their team that, that I, yeah. I actually think I thought was J.R. Smith's brother? I think they had another kid named Smith. I don't remember. Shane Bahannon, but he spelled his name C-H-A-N-E. Remember that guy? Yep. He was a hoss. He was like 6'6", like 250. Who were the Smiths? Gorgie Jang. Nolan Smith, is, Nolan Smith is on staff at Louisville, isn't he? Yeah, he was there like a rising go. superstar. Yeah, he's got yeah rising candidate. And now it seems like no one really cares about him. I'm surprised that. Actually, my surprise is just just because GP used to talk about it all the time during last calendar year. I'm surprised uh, Kenny Payne is still there. Yeah, I am too. But I would assume they're firing him. Yeah. So like, who are you? Is Dusty May like your top candidate? Oh, here's five Kenny Payne replacements if he gets fired. Mick Cronin, number five. He's falling out that, of favor in UCLA. His bio He's falling out of favor. Okay. Eric Musselman, number four. Yeah. Your boy Jerome Tang. See, I'd rather go get Scott Drew if I. I'd make Scott Drew say no. Uh, Jamie Dixon. Yawn. Uh, number one. Nadotes. Are you? Are, are, no, are you looking at me? I I never know if you're actually looking at Chris me. Chris Beard. Yeah, there you go. For those listening, I was rubbing my beard. Okay. Would you take Dusty May over any of those guys? No. I don't think I would either. Those guys are more proven at higher level. 
And if you're the Ohio State job, maybe you can't get all those guys. I bet you get Chris Beard, though. He's at Ole Miss. You're Ohio State. You don't give a shit about, like, the backlash what, what of he, hiring Chris Beard. What? True. Would he bolt after one year? Yeah. Top five coaching candidates for Ohio State. What if it's just, like, the same ones? Number one, Mick Cronin. Like, they, they just recycle this article and change the order for he is looking to get, I, I've heard he does want to get back out that direction. Number two, I think you said Sean Miller, didn't you? Yeah, that's who I've heard. Is oh, number three, Biggs. This guy should be the number one in everyone's hearts. Robbie Hummel. Wes Miller. Robbie Hummel? Wes Miller? Why? Just because yeah. he's at Cincinnati? Yeah. All number right. four, this one. be Hubert's top assistant. Number four, this guy's trending up to be the uh, possible coach of the year. Your boy. Kyle Smith. Lamont Paris. Yeah, see, I don't. that's another one. I'm just like, I don't Ooh. know. Number five, Biggs. You ready for this one? Yeah. Dusty May is not better than this guy. Because <laughs> Dusty May is the same as this guy. It is Dusty May. Dusty May. Would Man. you take Dusty May over this number five, Dusty May? Over who? <laughs> would you take Dusty know. May over this top five, which includes Dusty May? I would take all four of those guys over Dusty May, I think. Nah, I, I hear you, though. I just, I don't get it, I guess. I'm just like, it's I'm kind of... latching on to uh, one season, a.k.a. six game or four games, one last, last tournament. Yeah, where they beat a 16 seed in the second round. True. And it's like, yeah, I, I understand that, like, what they are doing this year is still pretty bananas. Like, FAU is a program that does not do this. They're objectively having a good season. Like, didn't we say, like, they're not a top five team. Like, they're, they should some, they should be somewhere in, like, the 15 to 25 range from a ranking perspective. Yeah. And I feel like they're, they're on the fringe of that. They've fallen maybe a little short. I don't think it's been, like, a disaster season. What if the attractive part of this is they look at him as just a program builder? Like, he's done it at Florida Atlantic. Maybe he can come into another program that hasn't been as good as we want it to be and build up that program. Yeah. Is that, that a mean, transferable that thing to tough, tougher conferences? Right. And he's a, he's a young ish coach. He's got to be what in his, his late thirties, maybe early forties. I bet. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just not, I'm like, I'm making a lot of people say no to me if I'm Louisville, Ohio state, Indiana, but I think the coaching carousel is going to be, going to be interesting. So that's my tr- my trending up is coaches who are looking to jump ship and move to different jobs because I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of dominoes falling around. Uh, my fork bigs. Um, I'm forking the notion that anyone can have an intelligent conversation in regards to getting rid of court storming. Yes, I was waiting for this. I- I'm forking that. Okay. You see, uh, Jay Billis said. I don't know if it's on the bro- a game broadcast or if it's just on like a podcast or something, but basically that the way to solve this, I think, I think I'm quoting this correctly. Um, anyone who court storms, we take them outside the gym and shoot them in the head. I, I think that's what he said. <laughs> oh. Okay, no, he didn't say that. Basically, he said, let them storm the court and then we'll surround them and arrest them and attain them all, detain them all. That's what he said. Ridiculous. And it, the annoying part is this happens. You knew that the biggest outrage would be what happened when a Duke player got hurt because of it 
or faked an injury because of it. It looks so weird to me. Um, and now everyone in media is just clutching their pearls over it. Yeah, it's virtue signaling big time. I I have to. It's it's the fake outrage thing we've talked about. I have to act. I yo you oh you care about the you think you care about the kids. I care about the kids more. Watch how much I care about the kids. I care about safety of these athletes more than you do. I care about it so much. I don't even care about the sport. I don't even care about them competing. I don't care that they're more hundred times more likely to get injured during a game than they are about the court storming thing. We have to protect these kids. Just shut up. Like, <laughs> God, do you guys realize, like, I was listening to uh, one of the one of the radio hosts in the Twin Cities who, who's really good. Judge was Talking Gad. about the – was talking – what's that? Judge Olgad. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Anybody but Judge. <laughs> uh, but he's talking about the court storming thing, and he's like, do the people who – he was kind of ripping the people who rip court storming in this sense. Are they ready for – Addressing this issue, are, are you ready for the backlash that is going to come when a security guard, quote unquote, takes it too far with a court stormer? Ooh, are yeah. you are you gonna like that look when when we potentially get into what, what you go over the line mm-hmm. and you you know we you take them like, to the ground? Of, they hit their kind of piece of they, they like, hit their head wrong. Are going, something are the, are the same people who are begging for all of the security measures in place to arrest all these people, detain them? That's gonna get physical. Student, like drunken ass twenty-one-year-olds, are not going to just let people arrest them. They're going to sprint around because they're insane. So, are we ready for the less than savory outcome of that? Can you have that conversation? Because if you can't, uh, fucking let the kids storm storm the damn court. And yeah, ultimately, yeah, like on society, like we need students probably to like. Look, can you be crazy without being? Yeah, the shit insane. The like running the out there players, ho- holding up your phone for years. Yeah, the running out there holding up your phone. Like it happened with like Caleb Williams. I remember during college football, there's like a fan sprinting on the floor. He's like camera in his face the whole time, and he gets to Caleb Love, and he's like, "Show me your fingernails," because like Caleb Love paints his fingernails. Yeah, and I think I can't say for sure, but I think the guy that made contact with uh, Flopkowski was holding up his phone like that and almost veering. It kind of looked like he was veering towards him, but it's like, don't, don't punish the 99.9% who are doing court storming properly by the one asshole who it isn't. Correct. Can we find a way to do that? Like that, that seems easier to me than bulking my security team by 10 and like hiring a bunch of people. And then, doing like the all right we got to wait a minute to storm the court like that's not how it happens that's court storming is supposed to be kind of an organic thing i do think like the standard for storming the court has gotten kind of sad <clears throat> like oh we just randomly beat the 22nd ranked team in the country like let's storm the court because we have to be the because we can't be the fan base that didn't storm the court that would be embarrassing there's probably something to that it's a little it's a little sad but uh yeah, fans are going to act like idiots. That's just, that's the society we've got now. Is people are people don't know how to act in public because they are in the meta world, not the physical world, nearly enough. And so when they're rejoining the physical world, they they act like fucking goons. And uh, yeah, leave it to Filipowski to be the biggest soft little charmin bitch. Oh, it was personal, uh, Biggs. It was personal. And court storming. It was yeah, personal. Well, hey, but Filipowski, you know what you should do? Not play like a little tool then. Then people won't hate you. <laughs> And there I went. I, I lost the rationality right there. <clears throat> You're okay. God, did you know, though, GP hasn't come across anyone that's impressed him who thinks court storming is a big deal or who thinks it's a good idea? Really? 
maybe he should because people care. Maybe about he that. should listen to us. Yeah, and I then like we should send cool. we should send him that clip, and then maybe he'll talk about it, and then we'll get more listeners because it'll Man, be got, it'll got, be like advertising. I got college basketball fans out here telling flooding my mentions with it is fans. We 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 are two people. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> what do you got? You have a down. You have a down. You have a fork. Um. Shoot, I lost Ram- my train of thought. Ramble on something so I can find a trending down. What else can we potentially fork here? What's worth forking? Um. <clears throat> oh gosh, I'm struggling, man. Um. I'm too. We we didn't prepare for this at all. Here, no, you really think about that. I'll no, you can't think and think about. Well, the court storming the thing time. was a was a big one. That that's obviously sucked up a lot of the college basketball oxygen as of late. Uh, the I mean Jay Williams, he's a horrible announcer. Yeah. Your thoughts on this? What what the uh, oh are you talking about the All Star game thing? What was the All Star game thing? Okay, so. There was apparently on like the Saturday night of the All Star Game a Steph Curry versus who is the uh, Ionescu? Ionescu, Sabrina Ionescu, three point contest that Steph Curry had won, and I want to say Steph Curry had you know like the regular NBA basketball from the regular NBA three point line, yeah, and Ionescu had the women's basketball, which is slightly lighter. I think with the NBA three-point line and I think what he what did he say basically saying that she should have been shooting from the women's three-point line like the WNBA three-point line which is a few feet in what was Kenny Smith saying because I had heard that he was he was kind of I feel like he kind of egged it on I don't think what Jay I don't think what Jay Williams necessarily said was so outlandish to be quite honest oh really yeah just because like She's used to shooting from that three-point line. Right. So if you're having, if you're trying to compare WNBA like best three-point shooter to the NBA best three-point shooter, why not have them shoot at where they're used to shooting? From the for spots a that they shoot from. Exactly. In their arenas. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think Kenny Smith tried to make, like the way Kenny Smith retaliated at it was kind of making it say, sound like he's saying that women aren't as strong as men or something like that. Well, they're not. I mean, that's like a science right, thing. Right, right. But like, you know what I mean? Like, people get up in arms if you say that. Yeah, how dare I? I'm going to yeah, get exactly. canceled, probably. Exactly. No, he said something about how Caitlin Clark's not great because she hasn't won a championship. Did you hear that one? I don't think so. He said, Caitlin Clark's not a great player because great players are the ones who have won championships or something like that. And it's like, Jay, come on. I know Cheryl Swoops. This man is just talking to hear his own voice. Cheryl Swoops said something about... If Caitlin Clark breaks the all-time scoring record, it shouldn't count because of the COVID year. Um, is Caitlin Clark even a fifth-year senior? She is not. That's why it's so stupid. <laughs> Thank you for catching on to that. <laughs> Cheryl, come on! <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, people are just stupid. Yep. Oh. This is our media, Biggs. This media. is why we need to infiltrate it and fix it from within. I know. From the inside out. Exactly. Exactly. You get on the inside. Hey, have you watched Reacher yet? No, I haven't. We should. Oh, dude. We need to. We need a new show here too. You should. You should watch. I mean, it's not gonna last very long. There's only two seasons, and they're eight episodes each. Is it's it so? Quick. Is it still going? Like, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're working on season three already. It's based on a book series, though, and I've been reading the books and just so fucking good. Speaking of books, can I, can I have my Mark Titus book back? You've had it for like yes, if five I years. It, You've had it for I like five years. I will find it at some okay. point here, <laughs> and I will get it to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? College hoops. I don't even know. Like, did you come up with a fork or a, or a thing? Any just anything stuck in your craw? Uh, trending down is the number of Sundays without Selection Sunday. My we're God. we're only like. Was there two more Sundays? Is, am I phrasing that right? Two more Sundays without it. I think I'm phrasing that right. March two, March nine, and then we're gonna. Yeah, because it's 19 days left. So there's two more Sundays without it. But those Sundays, at least one of the, no, one of those Sundays will probably be slightly enjoyable because like some of the tournaments, conference tournaments will be going on. So we're almost there, Biggs. We are getting close to Selection Sunday, which is four days before the round of 64, two days before the first four matchups. We're almost there. That's amazing. So like, trending, da- I'm using trending down to be positive in this case. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to look at that. It, it feels like, I mean, man. I know we, we haven't talked about it. We haven't done our scrolling yet, but, like, here's a little sneak preview of it. It's not great this week. Like, we're recording on a Tuesday right now, and usually the Tuesday slate is, like, monstrous, right? But usually it, Tuesdays are great and Saturdays are great. Do you have anything on right like now? This year, does it feel like – no, not really. You don't have does anything on like, right now? There's some games, but, like, nothing – nothing. I just was on ESPN. And I didn't see, like, anything that was like, damn, I got to watch that one. Kentucky-Mississippi State is close here. 50 seconds yeah, that, okay, that one's down to the wire. Houston yep. is just bludgeoning Cincinnati. Which they do. Clemson's up on pit late. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, Texas, Texas Tech, I'm just like, I've watched. I'm kind of, I'm just, I knew this was going to happen. I've watched some of these Texas, these Big 12 teams. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't watch Texas and Texas Tech right now. I just, I've seen so many Texas games and like Texas Tech and uh, Texas A&M. And I'm just over all the Texas schools. But what about uh, Texas Abilene Christian? No, Abilene yeah, Christian, like, which is in Texas. Maybe. That'd just be something fresh, but it's purple, huh. so I was just gonna think of TCU. Um, <laughs> it feels like there's there's some weirdly light slates here this upcoming week, and I feel like that's picking up on Saturday. It's gonna pick up the following week because there are some still some monster matchups still to go. I, they save some of those rivalry games for the last week. I feel they do. They almost overload them into one day, which yep. is which is a bummer. But like. UConn still got to play Marquette again, and I know that game, the first round, was brutal, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if that round two game is, is good. Um, you know, Kansas-Houston, Kansas-Baylor, that's coming up, Carolina-Duke, um, a lot of the Big Ten matchup. Like, there are some big-time games on the horizon. Does it feel like this year, more than ever, the schedule has been really unbalanced, though? Like, every Monday, it feels like there's one game at 6, one game at 8, and that's it. And, like, Thursdays are, unless it's, like, a Mountain West matchup, light. Mm-hmm. Fridays are not really that good. They never like are, Tuesday though. Tuesday and That's Saturday. And I think, yeah, maybe not. I just say, I think, like, the conference is generally, Monday kind of gets forgotten about. Like, teams, you will usually have a Saturday game. And they usually have, like. used to be a huge one. It used to be Big Monday. It was, like, yeah. awesome. You had, like, Big East matchups and Big 12. Like, now it's like there's an ACC game at six and a Big Twelve game at eight. It seems like every Monday and like there's just one. And it's like Duke Syracuse is like oh, all right. Syracuse is trending up though. Yeah, they are. They play, actually, they've been playing better ever since they suspended uh, Benny Williams. Yeah, 
addition by subtraction. Exactly. Exactly. So you're right, though. It's 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 winding down. There are some some monster games on the horizon. It's it's uh, I don't know. It's gonna it's setting up to be to be pretty fun. I think. Yeah. All right. Should we should we just go with scroll? We if we if we scroll. if we think of other stuff to talk about, we'll do it after scrolling. Yeah. Uh, may, and honest, I, maybe talking be... about these teams will jog our memory on a trending down. Ooh, I like that. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it is Tuesday. Let's not go through Tuesday games because. It's Tuesday right now. They're currently happening. Yeah. So let's go to Wednesday. Okay. Um, There's a big one. A really good one. Auburn, Tennessee. Yep. All right. So that's it. Do that's you like Auburn? They're ranked 11th. It seems high. It does seem high. Oh, they lost to Bama recently, who doesn't play defense. They have, like, the top offense in the country, or one of the top. And then they smoked Bama the next time they played him, though. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, but then they got Because, like, they played, with, they played twice within a couple weeks, did yeah, they? Yeah, it was okay. quick. Yep. They got smoked by Florida. They got smoked by Kentucky. They it, smoked South Carolina. They absolutely uh, they just ended South Carolina. Is the SEC fool's, fool's gold? Actually, let me rephrase that. Is Tennessee fool's gold because – is that what I want to say? Is Tennessee fool's gold because the SEC isn't actually that good? Maybe. That's what I want to say. Okay. Do you remember – I feel like I had a little bit of a complaint slash mini rant last year about how SEC basketball is unwatchable with the amount of fouls and how long the game – like I swear, like the average college basketball game takes two hours and five minutes. Just I don't know if that's actually true. Just say it is. I think the average SEC game is like two hours and eighteen minutes. Is they there is there data ever. is there data out there on conference like the conference affiliated like refs? The average time of game? Not even that. Like average number of times going over to the monitor. Oh my god! It's, I wonder if there's data on that. It's so bad, and like SEC, every single team is just like. I swear they're in the double bonus four minutes into the half. Like, every game, I'm just like, what are we doing? I know I texted you about, like, it was Texas A&M, Arkansas, which took yeah. shit out. And, like, team. the last two minutes took, like, 20 minutes. But there were, no, it was a game where there were, like, 75 free throws taken oh, okay. between two teams. What are we doing in a 40-minute game? You realize that's two free, that's, like, two free throws literally every minute. It's the softification of the country. Everything's a foul. Or, you have to snap yeah. your neck back. I blame Duke. Well, that and also the dumbification where it's like, we're just going to keep fouling. And like, oh, I foul you, but I didn't think that was a foul, so I'm going to do it again. You're going to call that a foul again? Yes, it was a foul. Can you figure it out? It's not that hard. Like, you know, like we were talking about this, like that the people commit a crime and then they blame like the law or whatever, right? Like that whole thing. I call it what I call it again. They actually actually get mad at me for breaking that crime. That was a breaking the law. That was a dumb crime. I called it warning. Warning culture. That's what I called it. People expect yeah. a warning. Yeah, it's like that with this, this fouling. Like, quit fouling so damn much. Can we learn how to play fucking basketball without fouling? Every SEC team. It's so bad. It's unwatchable. And so I, I tend to think, like, I'm going to be really paying attention to can SEC teams actually do well in the tournament? Because, like, I'm trying to go back and do some revisionist stuff. I do think some of these teams, like, they talk about how the Big Ten is officiated tough and, like, so nobody, they go into the tournament unprepared, right? That's kind of the narrative out there. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to be tracking kind of the SEC. Can we figure out how to play actual basketball? Without fouling. Because, my God, it is just every game. You know one of my pet peeves is call it Chubbs is like when a 6 o'clock game goes to like 6.22 and I miss the first like four and a half minutes of the next game. I hate when that happens. I do too. Like I don't care. I, I know I talk about how like the, the starting lineup thing doesn't, I think it's an overplayed like thing. I still like seeing who the starters are. I like being there at the start of the game and they show that for some reason. I know it doesn't make any sense. Just just go with it. It drives me insane when the when the game is like, there's like six and a half minutes to go and it's like, game tipping on ESPN News. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this game taking so long? All right. That felt good to get off my chest. So, Auburn. Yeah. I think they're just like, they're bum slayers at home. They're the best team in the world at home. But then they go on the road and it's like, oh, wait. We're not in the jungle anymore? We're on the plains. This is different. I I imagine that's exactly what they say. You know? After like at, in the locker room, aren't going to be nearly as effective. I'm guessing if they have a loss on the road in the locker room, they're saying that exact phrase. God, yeah, like we're not in the jungle anymore. Yeah, we're not in the jungle anymore. <laughs> we're on the, the plains. So. <laughs> totally different. The antelope can see us. There you go. All right, yeah, should, I think that game should be fun. Hopefully. Okay. Should we continue? Yeah, I think so. Okay, perfect. Thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for dealing with me on that. Thank you for being my best man at the wedding last year. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, a, I'd give myself a B minus. Oh, okay. Um, Louisville Duke. Uh, Kenny Payne can have a good. Well, win. will Filipowski be able to move? Oh, like, I mean, the uh, head is broken. Maybe they can wheel him in on his gurney, and he can play that way. <laughs> They'd still beat Louisville. What's the meme where it's like the wrestler guy who's rolling in with like the broken leg, and then he lifts up the towel, and his leg's just been sitting normal, and he stands up or whatever. Have you seen that one? No. It's like a gif where the the the, the WWE. I know there's the Undertaker one where he like, he like, pops back up, pops, it, pops up yeah. in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll be Filipowski. Yeah. Just the poor, the poor guy. You yeah. know. Yeah. So Providence Marquette, Providence I think is frisky. They. But I feel who's like their uh, Who's their guard? Um, Devin Carter. Carter, yeah. He kind of uh, a badass. He 19.3 points per game. So I was listening to a field of 68 thing where they're talking about how like. I feel like there's four guys who are kind of like have separated themselves as far as all American and one guy for like the fifth guy put Devin Carter as like his pick. Who are the four RJ Davis, Edie Davis, Edie connect shed. And like this, this is Doster's opinion. on This even that this is Doster's opinion on all of it. Okay. Has Dalton connect been that good? I know everybody, He's been amazing. shit over him because he's like a white guy and he can score at a school where they never score. But like, is he even player of the year in the SEC? Who would be? I mean, if Alabama wins the conference, yeah, Mark Sears is shooting like 45% yeah. from three. Averages like 22 a game. I don't know. I'm wondering like, I know Dalton Connect is like everybody's favorite son because he's like... White. Yeah, he's white and he's good. He's legit, but... My four five, guys have separated themselves, and he's one of them. That's my right. five would be Reed Shepard, Dalton Connect, um, Zach Eady, Hunter Dickinson. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Um, Cormac Big Ryan. Big Z from Kentucky. Cormac Ryan. Cormac Ryan. Yep, yeah, there we go. Yeah, love it. Yeah, perfect. That's a squad. Yeah, it is. Cormac um, and Cheese, baby. <laughs> I see Oklahoma, Iowa State, Iowa State. 
what would they be right now bracketology wise? Where where do you have them in your most recent bracketology picks? The Elite Eight. I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna go far. They're legit, man. Okay, yeah. So a two seed is what you're saying. How hard would TJ Otzelberger to be like to get if you're like Louisville? Like, is Iowa State a job that he's just never leaving? I don't know. Do because it feels like every year do they're, other they're, like, schools the have better than we think they're gonna be? Do and, other schools have Smedium polos? Is the question that if you're if you're if you're running to hire him, you just be like, you know what, we got small polos. And then another school like we actually have that. extra small. So yeah, yeah. like you want to look huge, like you can just coach in a cutoff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like he's he's awesome, and like they're terrific. I, I really do like watching them play. And, um, I don't think that game against Oklahoma is going to be very good. So, yeah. Oh, here's a game. How's Oklahoma? They've been kind of just off my radar. Are they, They're not ranked anymore. Are they good? North Carolina ruined them. They really did. They kind yeah. of broke them. Yep. I see one that you're going to have to watch. Um, your, uh, your home state can help you in our bet that you've basically already won. Oh, Minnesota, Illinois? Yeah. They can help you out there. You know, I was torn on that as I was watching that Arizona game. I was like, Arizona winning would help me in the bet. But if they lose, it'll help my favorite team move up to a one seed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was torn on that. If they're the one seed, they're probably going out west. Does that matter to you? No. Yeah, I, I I'd rather have the 16-8-4 matchups if it goes to chalk. Yeah, I agree. You I know. think I agree with you. Anyways. I um, gun to my head right now. Like, last night I was watching the UNC game, and I was trying not to overreact to it, but I'm like, this feels like a team that loses in the second round. Don't say that. I know. I hope Take I'm it back. Wrong. You know how I'm a, Take I'm it just back. Kind of a hater, even though I love my team. Like, I hope I'm wrong. I'm worried though some of the matchups. So, like, what if they got an Indiana State in the second round? Or uh, I think they could beat that team. Or uh, who? Let me go to bracket matrix. Let's look at the eight nine teams. See, I'd be afraid of a team with like big big guards because we're small. So eight seeds are TCU, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Florida Atlantic. Nine seeds: Mississippi State, Northwestern, Boise State, Nebraska. Oh God, Casey Tominaga is going. Casey Tominaga is gonna knock out my team, my favorite player, or my boy Boo. Your favorite player. Yeah, boy, that'd be tough. It would be. All right, let's go to Thursday. Beat it off. Your boy Casey against Ohio State. Hope he sprains his ankle so he can't hurt me later. What is this start time? Maine versus Binghamton at five oh seven PM. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that is. Like why, what are we doing? Like yeah. just say five o'clock. We know that it's not starting at exactly five o'clock. My guess is this. So you know you know about the FM Redhawks? Yeah. One of their sponsors, it's called seven oh two communications. So they have as a sponsor, they start their some of their home games at seven oh two PM. So what if there's a 507 something business that sponsors Binghamton? Binghamton? Yeah. Could be. Yeah, maybe. Yep. I like that the game is at the events center. 
<laughs> it's just the event center. But in, in, in parentheses, Binghamton. Yep, that's good to know. To distinguish, like, hey, this event center that is is in Binghamton, it's not the Austin, Texas event center. No, it's, it's the Binghamton one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Binghamton. <laughs> like the Maui Gym, Maui Invitational in Maui, Hawaii. Ooh, we have some uh, directional different silver civil war games dakotas south dakota state versus north dakota and north dakota state versus south dakota hosted by the non-state schools the betty Ingolstadt and the sanford coyote sports center you throw out the record books big time stuff this night is weak it's thursday man thursdays are not i don't we're going to friday bigs that's not going to be good either Air Force, Utah State. Didn't Air Force have a big game or a big win against one of the teams that is trying to get in? You texted, yeah, you texted me this. And they beat New Mexico. Okay, that's what it was. You, yeah, you texted this to me. Like, I, I almost guarantee uh, there will at least be one Mountain West team in that first four. I would honestly not be surprised if there's two. What's Joey Brackett's have? Um, hey, Loyola Chicago, Dayton. Loyola Chicago is actually pretty decent. But I don't know if I'm clearing my Friday night's schedule to, to, to tune into that. Currently, the last four in is Seton Hall, Virginia, Providence, Gonzaga. Really? No Mountain West teams then? Yeah. Oh, so, wait. That's the last four. Oh, that's the last four buys. Yeah, okay. Interesting. No, last four in would be the plan game. So that would be Seton yeah. Hall. Ver- they, he has a yeah. Seton Hall versus Virginia and Providence versus Gonzaga. And then – the other first four games are like the 16 seed ones. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, Just have America. Nothing says kickoff March Madness like putting Virginia on the standalone game. Yep. Hey, right. everybody, get fired up about college basketball and watch Virginia hang 42 points <laughs> on Seton Hall in a 42-41 win. That was so bad. They had like eight points with like five minutes left in the first half. It's brutal. Yeah. Like it's brutal. Like I can respect, man. That team's it's incredible that they're actually able to be okay. They're so bad. It's like them. if they score it's fifteen so minutes, if they score fifteen points in a ten minute span, you're like, oh, <laughs> this team's heating up. Cutting the nets. Here. Oh wow. boy, slow it down. They just they're so bad offensively. It's incredible. Yep. And yet that team has won twenty games. What Think do you chalk? What do you man. chalk that up to? Is it just that the ACC is not very good, or is it that they just know how to win those games, and they know how to get other teams to not play to their style? I think that's probably the case. I mean, that's it's kind of like Houston, right? Like you're just never gonna. Very rarely are they gonna get roped into it, sucked into a game that like they don't want to play. Like they're comfortable playing those those just grinded out disgusting games, and like if they can score fifty five, they're gonna win. Like their defense is never it keeps them in every game. They're never out of a game. Yep. Right. I mean, they were down. It was they had eight points in the first half or whatever for the first seventeen minutes of the half against North Carolina, and they're like, hey, a four zero run, and we're back into this thing. You know, I mean, that's it. it is. I mean, the ACC, I, I don't think it's as bad as some people say. I, I think it's okay. I think it's fine. It's not some garbage conference. Um, I mean, obviously, Tony Bennett's phenomenal. 
I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the country. He's terrific. And they do have they do have enough guys. It's not like they got a team full of bums. It's just man, like they're they don't score well at all. Yeah. It's yeah, that's that's that. So hey, Saturday. Yeah. Let's see. Eleven o'clock slot here. Uh Florida Florida, South Carolina is if you're desperate, Villanova Providence. Yeah, I I would call I would call Florida South Carolina watchable. I would call I would call Villanova Providence. Could That's like, like a, if, that, if, if you're like that that ain't bad. If you're like you know I have to have a second screen going here no matter what. That's the one you put on. Yeah. You know. It's not one if you, you, just, if you hey, can we just watch the first half of both these games? Can one of them be interesting and get us to noon? Because yep. that's when games really start to heat up. Kansas, Baylor, Illinois, Wisconsin, Wisconsin not even ranked anymore. Well, they've been they've been Bad. the drain for like the last couple weeks. Yeah. Kansas, uh, Baylor should be good. You know. Should be. Very good. Very good. Like I think Baylor's solid, battle right? battle of the last two Big Twelve teams to win a national title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arkansas, Kentucky, Oregon, Arizona. We're into the one o'clock. The one o'clock is a little weak. Oh, not awesome. Oh, I, I was gonna say, but then Marquette Creighton, but that's at one thirty. Arizona, Oregon. Is that gonna be on TV? Like, what are we doing? Can that be on ESPN? Maybe. Oh, it's not. Like, I don't see it on a. I don't see it on a channel. Is that one maybe gonna be? Oh, you know what? I bet that'll be on Fox. Oh no! There's a 130. Yeah, on Fox. the Marquette oh, Creighton is on Fox. It's not going to be on CBS. Do FS1, they maybe? do they put like Peacock and stuff like that games on here? Or no. I think so. I wonder if it'll be on FS1. Because the Pac-12, it doesn't seem like it. Well, it's sometimes on ESPN. Like, why can't that be an ESPN game? I don't see a one o'clock ESPN game. Um, is there a new ESPN game though? There's an 11 one, yeah. So okay. it, it would make sense from a time So they have not – okay, they have not stated what the 1 o'clock is going to be then. Yeah, so I guess that would – that would be a good one. Yeah. Texas OK State's probably your ESPN2 game. Ooh, Civil War game, 1 o'clock, South Dakota, North Dakota. And Ooh. South Dakota State, North Dakota State. This is like a round-robin oh. thing they have going on. Throw out the record books when the Dakotas all play each other. That's right. That's a party. Yep. Uh, three o'clock, another Civil War game. NC State versus North Carolina. That's a that's a gotta have it. We gotta keep winning here. Yeah. Because after that, I think you get like Notre Dame or something, right? And you gotta win that one too. Cormac you, Cormac Ryan revenge game. Like just keep winning, because I'm assuming they're gonna lose at Duke. Like you gotta keep winning so that you can at least have a share of the conference. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's it's unclear on who would have that tiebreaker then. But who cares? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Duke, Virginia. I don't know if five. I can stomach watching Virginia anymore. Can't? You used to call it a thing of beauty. I used to. You used I to know, call me yeah. a hater for hating it. Well, that's because I think there was always a misnomer that they're bad offensively when they just they played slow. Their efficiencies off their efficiency number offensively used to be good. They would be a good offensive team. They would just not score a lot because they would play at a snail's pace. And so it's like, I love how they execute. Now it's like they cannot make a shot. They can't throw it in the ocean on top of playing super slow. And so it's just gross. Or maybe I've just gotten older and I'm like, you know what? I'm here to be entertained. Entertain me. You know, I don't know. But I also am just kind of like, I'm over Duke. I don't know what it is about Duke that just, 
It bores me. I it was, it was the court storming fiasco. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just kind of sick of watching Duke. I, I don't know. Shire's got that fucking face, and he's just... Looks like he's going to burst into tears every time something happens. And Filipowski starts looking... You know how dogs kind of, they say dogs start to look like their owners? That's like a thing, right? Like, so not Philip that, Kowski, not John Shire is anyone's owner. Flop, Flop Kowski is uh, John Shire's He's He's son. starting to look like Shire a little bit. Not son. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong on that. Is it just because they're white? Maybe. Okay. The only guy I like watching for them, I like Roach. I've always liked Roach. And I like watching McCain, even though McCain's a giant tool. I like how he plays. So you're okay with him painting his fingernails? No, I think that's a okay. pussy-ass move. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I haven't spent a second really caring about it. Okay. So. okay. Live and let live, my boy. Um, Ooh. Where do we end? At? Uh, seven? Are we down to 7 o'clock? Yeah, that's a good time slot. There's three games worth watching. Houston-Oklahoma on ESPN2, Michigan State-Purdue on Fox, Tennessee-Alabama on ESPN. Oh, John, there's a fourth. CBS Sports, New Mexico, Boise State. Yeah. Oh, my God. Quad box. Gotta that be, thing's going to be working. Got to be utilizing it. Yeah. Fuck. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's a solid slate, I think. And, and I, I think the Houston-Oklahoma one will probably be kind of a bludgeon. Some late-night basketball, 9 o'clock, Gonzaga-St. Mary's. Gonzaga needs that. They're back ranked. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, is the bubble just bad this year? You know how we... Are we close enough yet to, like, where people talk about if the bubble's good or not? Like, that's a thing that... Oh, this year the bubble just sucks. Is the bubble good this year? I don't, I don't even know. Is that, like, the equivalent of saying, like, this is a good receiver draft, so you can get one in, like, third round? I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah it's like... I just wonder if, like... Is Gonzaga being ranked a product of just that because everybody else that's been ranked just keeps fucking it up, and so it's like, wow... I've already cycled through all these. What, teams. what if they? they what if ranked Gonzaga again? What if they're now riding the coattails of St. Mary's in their conference, rather <laughs> yeah, rather than that, the other way around? That used to be the thing, right? I I'm pretty sure I co-opted that theory. You did. I don't yeah. know if I've heard anyone else ever say that. The only reason Gonzaga gets any respect right now is because they're getting St. Mary's is like splash. Exactly. Respect. Exactly. Yep. That's good. St- I like that. Wasn't that a Seinfeld? That was that was a Seinfeld episode. It's a good Saturday. It is a good Saturday. Uh, Brandon Valley hosts oh uh, Spearfish in the first round of the Sodak 16. So you guys made it. Wait. Okay, so what seed are you? You talked. We were well, texting. Three, seed. three so you, versus 14. Okay, so you should win that. We should. And then okay. we would go to the state tournament. So All this, you have to do is win one So game is game. your state tournament like a Thursday through Saturday thing? Yeah. So that would be what, next Thursday through Saturday? Yeah, during all the conference tournaments. So 7th. Okay, so not seventh through ninth. It'd be fourteenth through sixteen. Oh 16. no, no, I'm sorry. It's two weeks after that. Okay, four, so, fourteen oh, yeah, through sixteen. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Fifteen, sixteen, or whatever that, whatever four, that is. Well, if it if it goes to seventeenth, that's uh that's selection Sunday, Biggs. Uh, I'm sorry, then I'm wrong. That's a national 14, federal. 15, 16. That's a federal holiday. I know. Well, the whole the whole week is really. I mean, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. It's like there's gonna be some incredible. Conference tournaments. I'm gonna have to fucking record like a madman. Like the TV show Madman. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Should we end on that? I think that's a good one to end on. Okay. We. Uh. I decided to skip the random hooper. I'll save it for next next show. I and and I did have one ready. 
Really? Yeah, I did. But we'll save All right, it. I'll try. I'll see if I can come up with one as well. Okay. Let's. Uh, you can. Uh, I'll let you sit and think, and I'll give you the opportunity to just guess a name without any clues. Yeah. Who Who would I pick? Casey Tolmanaga. No. He's not random. It's another guy. I'll I'll give you one hit. It's someone who we've talked about, but whenever I I can never remember his name when I'm trying to bring him up. You know, I'll always say, yeah, he's kind of like, who is that guy from this one school that played a few years ago? Like, it's like that. That's like the How I Met Your Mother episode where Barney has a stalker. Like, the the, the chick is, like, messing with him when he's trying to, like, pick up girls or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and Lily saw her, and he's like, was she blonde, boobs, dead in the eyes? Yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good note to end on. That is a good note to end on. Bye.